Welcome inside. This is the JSK Media Sports Podcast. Not the theater podcast, the sports podcast. It's that time of the week, the best time of the week. I'm Jonah Kligman. I'm alongside Sean Schwal. This is the podcast where we hang out, we talk sports, we make some picks. You got a game for me later, Shawnee? I do. He's got a game for me. We're we're, we're all set. Stick around. We'll catch you up on the sports world and give you some fun. And there is fun to be had, but there's also catching you up to be had. There's so much going on from so many different angles. Yesterday on Monday, all four major sports played. It was awesome. Today we got World Series and basketball, and it's a, it's a flurry. It's so awesome. But before we get into anything else, the main topic, at least the lore of the podcast, has been that USC Cal game for a month. I was telling Sean, the upset's happening, the upset's happening. Sean's saying, no, they're going to blow him out. And the upset did not happen. It was the upset that wasn't. USC eventually beat the California Golden Bears by a final score of 50-49. to But the fact that it was 50-49 to was crazy. And it was almost the JSK Media Theater podcast. We were almost going to go through our favorite Hamilton songs today, (laughs) but USC came back. Game got too long for Cal. Sean, you've now had some days to recoup. We were at the game together. We spent the entire first half together, split up for the second half, obviously spent the rest of the day and the following morning together. But now that you've had some days to finalize your thoughts, watch highlights, how does this game sit in your stomach as a USC fan? I mean, that was just an absolutely insane game and and just starting with not often do I watch a football game and see something happen that I've never seen before that halftime one second whole fiasco was just absurd I mean I've never seen something I've like that never send, seen that. send both the teams to the locker room review it come back out with one second Sean, that would be like just if I played the whoosh sound effect to transition into another topic, and then it was like, and we keep oh, talking. wait, we got to go back to college football. You can't do that. Can't do Once it. Once we play the whoosh transition, we're talking about something else. And I think, genuinely, sucks the USC fan, but the best part of it all is that after that whole thing, after the whole one second coming back out, that they missed the field goal with one second left, and it meant nothing, was just probably the greatest ball-doesn't-lie moment of all time. It was just the weirdest sequence so of events. Weird. Ball don't lie. <laughs> and and kind of like summed up summed up that whole game. That they game come was out, just it was so, so wacky. weird. They and starting the, with the whole protest. Yeah. The the, like the sit and protest whole, delayed the game ten. And then they whole, come back with the second. Cal Ice is the kicker, then misses it. It's just a very odd. Just game. a weird game. And what was I mean, it? Four hours and twenty minutes. Such that game? a long game. Fifty to forty nine. So many turnovers. Crazy plays. Big plays. A lot of long runs from Cal, especially to start of the game when Jay Knott was still playing. And I mean, I- I've said it before, but it's rare that you win a game and still feel bad. And that's like how I felt leaving the Coliseum when USC played Arizona. And that's how I felt watching this USC team play against Cal. It's no offense, but USC and what we expect USC to be should be beating these teams by multiple touchdowns. 
and going in with that expectation and coming out with a one-point win that if it wasn't for Cal's mistakes and turnovers, probably should have been a Cal win in a game that I think Cal outplayed USC, had the better team. Um, It doesn't feel good, but at the end of the day, a win's a win. I avoided the theater pod, and hopefully, hopefully, I don't. We don't get too embarrassed playing Washington this weekend. Do you have more respect for my Golden Bears now? I do. I really is, do. Is Jaden Ott an NFL player? Yes, absolutely. He's very good. He's only I mean, he's he just a sophomore. Play. And he didn't play. He got hurt in what was the third he's quarter? He's always Late banged up. Quarter? He's always yeah, he banged had, up. What, what, what was the concussion protocol I think I saw? Yeah, and he, he got taken a, out for the he's game. He's a smaller think, guy, but he's always banged up. But yeah. He's terrific. If he stayed he's the in, only he would have made a big difference. Absolutely. And if we still had Jackson yeah. Sermon, there would have been a big difference. But It's true also. It's the way the cookie crumbles. At the very least, Sean, as much as I would have loved the Cal win, I love the JSK Media Sports Podcast, <laughs> and I'm happy it remains. We got NBA talk, Sean. Season's underway, and trades are underway. The Clippers are sending the 76ers a 2028 unprotected first round pick and two second round picks and a pick swap for James Harden. Kind of an odd trade, a kind of washed up guy, not a great playoff guy. If you're the Clippers, you need a playoff guy. Oh my God, I'm tripping up here. And you go with James Harden. Who did anyone win this trade? Did they both? Who won this trade, Sean? So I think, in my opinion, they kind of both won this trade in a way because when you look at it and you think of what James Harden has been and what he can be and what we know he can be what he has a talent to be that's really something you want to add to the team that is a someone that scored 30 points per game that is an MVP caliber player that's also shown his ability to be a playmaker to be the point guard of a team to have 10 plus assists a game so the Clippers adding him for not that much, not losing losing some depth, but still have that depth is huge. But also, when you look for the 76er side, James Harden did not and would not have played for the Sixers. He didn't want to be there. He said and came out publicly saying he never wants to play for Daryl Morey, their GM, that he was a liar and a backstabber and whatever he called him, said he didn't want to play. So the fact that the 76ers can get him off their hands cut more cap space with P.J. Tucker and get back some depth along with first-round picks, two second-round picks, and a pick swap is going to be big for them. And I think what this is really better for the 76ers is it gives them the cap space and the assets to now make a trade for a new star who wants to be there, who fits with their what they're trying to build, the championship team they're trying to build for this year. So now I'm thinking that the Sixers are going to look for another star to trade for the deadline and that's why I think both teams kind of won this trade it's been really nice first of all that was very eloquent hit the nail on the head I don't need to speak on that it's been really nice having the NBA back because obviously baseball is still going we have the World Series but what's so great about baseball is pretty much every night you have a game on and it's nice whenever I'm in my apartment and there's just dead time I throw on an NBA game and it's nice to just even have it on in the background yeah, absolutely. That's I mean, that's exactly how I feel about the NBA and kind of yeah, the MLB is that 
it's just always there. And it's not like NFL where you feel so pressured. Not even pressured, but you just like want to watch every game because they're so little. You have so much time with those seasons that you just turn it on whenever you can. Yeah, I mean, we were watching a hockey game the other night. Like, even yeah, hockey, exactly. too. Just, like, got nothing going on. It's like instant entertainment. Especially yeah, if you find sure. a find a good game. Pelicans game on is... Sh- any any thoughts on Wemby? Dude, he is... I mean, it's still taking him a little while to but get... But the blocks. Adjust the blocks. The Just the length. Like, the difference he makes in the game. You see a Slenderman Halloween costume? Yeah, it's hilarious. I mean, no one else, no one else will ever wear it better than Wemby. No, no one fits it out. No one fills it out like he does. Shut, he's nineteen. It's crazy. That's the thing that I feel like people aren't going to talk about is that. I mean, his shooting's been a little slow to start the season, and he's not—he's scoring at a great volume for a rookie, but not like this all-generational talent. And but he's nineteen. He's nineteen. He's—he's he's two years older than I am. He was born in he's 2004. Yeah, he's, he was he's born, born in 2004. 2004. Yeah. I'll tell you like, what, though. There's no, you there's no Wembenyama Sports Podcast. There's no Wembenyama Sports Podcast. I mean, I can't dunk. You're also not seven foot four and playing in the NBA, averaging but 16 points a game. But mentally, I am, Sean. Mentally, Are I am. Are you? Uh, Are you? Would you say I am? No, I wouldn't. <laughs> I, I'd, I'd try to be. I try to be. <laughs> I think I have a few more inches in me, Sean, but I don't think I have another foot. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it's way more than a foot. It's like a foot and a half. But you're mentally, not six foot four. But mentally, Sean, mentally. You're not, mentally, you're not even six. You're not even a foot away from him mentally. Yeah, I got to work up. Maybe if I if I continue to meditate, I will get to women Yama's mental height. One day. One day. But, uh, Nice having NBA back. Go Lakers. Go Lakers. Go Lakers. I'm going I'm going to the Lakers Clippers game tomorrow night. Who's home? Lakers. I think I appreciate the Lakers. All right. That tomorrow? Tomorrow night. I think James Harden's actually playing. Oh, will it be his first game? Yeah. Wow. All right. It's going to be really fun. Have fun. Prediction? Lakers Lakers W always. All right, let's talk NFL. We blink, Sean, and all of a sudden it feels like we're in the heart of this NFL season. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're, it's week nine. Yeah, I, it's just, I felt like for so long, oh, it's still early, but uh, we're in it now. I mean, everything's everything's going speedy by, Sean, but it's good. We're busy. We're having fun. Time flies when you're having fun. Listen to this. I'm sure time flied quick during this stat. Sunday marked the Chiefs' first loss by five or more five or more points since October 24th, 2021 at Tennessee. The streak of 40 consecutive games without losing by five-plus points, including playoffs, was the longest streak in NFL history. Forget the upset. I'm not even going to talk about the fact that the Broncos beat the Chiefs. That's insane. That stat I, I mean, is absolutely. insane. That's pure dominance of that Mahomes Andy Reid led Chiefs team for two years. That's 40 games including playoffs. The consistency. If, if you beat us, it's by five or less. I mean, not even a touchdown. They they haven't even beat by a touchdown. You think about like all the ways. Like that means that there's no even 
overtime game that went into overtime and they gave up a touchdown to lose. Because they haven't even lost by six points. Unbelievable. They're that close in every single game. They're right there. I mean, just so consistent. It's something that I've talked about, you know, like having Caleb Williams as the quarterback for USC or having Patrick Mahomes if you're a Chiefs fan. It feels like he's always going to be in the game. He might not always win, but with Mahomes as your starting quarterback, with Travis Kelsey, with Andy Reid calling plays, you're always going to be in a game. You're always going to have a chance. It feels like you're almost never going to have this blow, which is just such an amazing feeling as a fan and is so impressive to do as a quarterback and as a team. Did you know this streak was even happening? I had no clue. I hadn't heard anything about it. Wild. Absolutely. It's wild. We've been very critical of the 49ers. They have now lost. Brock Purdy has now lost three games in a row. But 49ers said not so fast. We're going to go out and get Chase Young. How about that? Big, big trade. And I think they How do you think Bosa feels? Nothing to get him. I mean, that's a mate. Teaming up two Ohio State guys. And even it if It kind of reminds not, me of Christian McCaffrey. Just... Yeah. They just, just make it happen. Yeah. And he has so much talent. He's been injured the last year, but he was the defensive rookie of the year in what, 2021, 2022. I mean, he's so talented. And adding him to what is already an amazing defense is just scary. Having Bosa coming off one end and Chase Young coming off the other is going to be ridiculous. It's going to be it's going to be crazy. All right, time now, Sean, for our big 3. We each went 2 and 1. So not too shabby. Back on track. You turn the boat around. Always love when we both have winning weeks. Sean, when's, when are we going to get that golden three? It's going to be tough. The NFL games are hard to predict. Do you think we'll get, we've got to get it at some point? One of us one of us will have at least one this season. For sure. We have I to. I wonder what the, uh, the odds are because it's, it's not like... Uh, you know, if you make three picks and there's 18 weeks, I don't know. Someone, right. someone who's good at stats, run the numbers and let us know. But we'll see. I mean, we we just said it, but week nine already. It's insane. Maybe the, the multiples of nine, maybe we'll get a, a golden three happening. Yeah, it is the week. You think you got I, it? I don't know, Sean. I don't want to say I feel it because then it's going to be like a goose egg and I'm going to go over 3. You go over 3. I like my picks this week, but you're up first, Sean. Week 9, hit me with your big 3. All right, we're starting the Steelers. Minus 2.5. I believe it's on Thursday Night Football. Home against the Titans. And this is something, a trend that I don't have actual statistics on, but I feel like always happens where... A guy like Will Levis in his rookie year getting his first start comes out and has this huge blow-up game. And the next week when teams actually can sit down and watch film on him and create a game plan, and it never turns out as well. I think it's something we saw really recently with uh, Tyson Bajit of the Bears where he came in that first week and no one really knew what he was like as a quarterback and won that game and came back and got killed by the Chargers. So that's what I'm kind of expecting the Steelers and the Steelers defense to do is really throw him off if he is starting. Next, I'm going to take the Eagles, minus three, at home against the Cowboys. This Cowboys team has been really inconsistent, and especially when we saw them play big games against, like, the Niners, 
they did not show up. This Eagles team is great. We've talked about it before, and we're going to continue talking about it. Their defense is stellar. They're at home, minus three, they'll hit. And finally, I'm taking the Commanders, plus three and a half at the Patriots. And I think this Commanders team, they're being sellers right now, selling you know Chase Young and Jonathan Allen, but I think that their team is much better than their record. We've seen Sam Howell show little sparks of being a franchise quarterback of someone that they can really rely on. They've taken games down to the wire. They've almost beaten the Eagles now, I think, twice. And they're given plus three and a half at the Patriots. And I think they're just a better team. And I think they'll win this game outright. So if I'm given the points, I'm going to take it. Good luck, Sean. Good luck with the Steelers. Thank I you. do not like the games I don't like doing is Thursday night games and international games. We got a we got a Frankfurt Germany game this Sunday. And it's Dolphins a big game. Chiefs. Big game. It'll be fun. It's gonna be it's gonna be it'll be fun, but I'm I'll not be up. Right. I'll be up. You'll be up. Because I'll, I'll be, be at the because I'll be at the um at the airport. Coming back from Oregon. Oh right. Yeah, so I'll be up. Alright. Anyway, time for my big three. Number one, Bucks plus two and a half in Texas. Want to see Baker grind out an outright win? Bucks almost upset the Bills. You talked about the Commanders. Bucks feel like another team to me that are better than their division. Chris Godwin, Chris Evans, they can be the people that they can. I like this team. They're on a losing streak, but still in the mix for division. I like these points here in Texas too. This is the big one. I love this one. You took it too. Eagles minus three at home versus the Cowboys. This is where the early line helps. Public's going to switch. Eagles will be minus five, minus six by the end of this week. But right now we got Eagles minus three. Looking at the Cowboys, they tend to win against bad offensive lines and they get rolled by good teams that can run the ball. Enter the Philadelphia Eagles with the best offensive line and the best rushing attack in the NFL. The Eagles have the highest graded offensive line in the NFL this season and a great passing game. Eagles also 4-2-2 two two against the spread. I love this pick. Lastly, number three, Bengals minus two. Buffalo is not the same team we think they are. Bengals minus two. Some good picks. You like them? I really like that Eagles one. That Eagles and and also the um, Bucks one is I was thinking about taking. Sneaky. I think that so one's I sneaky. I like the picks. I really right. like the picks. All right. Let's, uh, let's go Eagles. Go Birds. Go Eagles. All right, finally, time to talk this World Series. We weren't able to talk about the matchup because of some scheduling conflicts last week, but we put out our preemptive predictions on Instagram. It's a Diamondbacks-Rangers World Series. And I say that with a lackluster tone because watching these games, it doesn't even feel like I'm watching a playoff game. D-backs, this is what's cool though. D-backs lost 110 games in 2021. Rangers lost 102 games in 2021. Both these teams won 102 or lost 102 or more games two years ago, and now they're facing off in the World Series. Is there any point in the season you'd believe this? I mean, the D-backs' highest paid player is Madison Bumgarner, who was DFA'd in April. Is there during the LCS series? I feel like I wouldn't even believe this. Yeah, I mean. I think I saw that Madison Bumgarner stat before this World Series started, and it's 
I mean, it goes to show what this D-backs team is. It's a homegrown, built-up team that no one really expected to be this good, at least this early. They have a lot of guys that are just playing above their expectation, that aren't getting paid a lot, and are just playing well and playing consistent. And, I mean, this Rangers team, I think, is a little more expected than the Diamondbacks. They've just been buyers every single free agent. Imagine if they the still had DeGrom. Two years. Yeah, exactly. And they've just been buying and buying and buying and spending all the money they could possibly spend. And they found players that actually worked out. I think it's the same, similar things what the Padres did and what the Mets did. And I think whether by chance or by research and smarter decisions, the Rangers signed guys that are turning out and playing consistent, along with a couple of their own. You look like Adolis Garcia is more homegrown that they got for almost nothing and built up. But both these teams are really unexpected. And yeah, it kind of just weird to see in the World Series. And the stats back it up. Game one of the Rangers Diamondbacks World Series was the least watched ever. The series opener drew just 9.17 million viewers across Fox. You know, you, MLB, you can't control who makes it. And I, I'm done talking about the expanded playoffs. Whatever. it It's random. It's whoever makes the World Series. It, it's just, it's who gets hot. But as a fan, it's just, it's a bummer. Because I do love watching the World Series. And it feels, bi- I mean, last year that the Phillies Astros felt big. I mean, maybe I'm just getting older. I, I don't know what it is. But this just feels very lackluster I think it's also like they're two indoor stadiums they're not storied franchises it just I don't know I I feel deprived not of entertainment but deprived of like ooh, like I feel like whoever wins the World Series this year it's like okay I don't know do you feel that way yeah no I'm with you I think this year I've been a lot less excited to watch these World Series games I haven't been as you know, into it as I feel like I normally am when the World Series comes around. I think that's because me and, you know, like the stats say, the um, other people want to see the star big teams play on the biggest stage. You don't want to watch the Diamondbacks and the Rangers. You want the Phillies and the Astros and the Dodgers and the Braves. You want the big name team with the stars that were 100-plus win teams in the regular season and came out with all the big names. You want to see... Acuna and Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman and Bryce Harper. Those are the guys you want to see in the World Series. Not You don't want to see the D-backs and the Rangers. You expect those. So I think it's definitely been a lot less of an exciting World Series than we have come used to. Seager's about to get his second World Series MVP. Yeah. Freaking crazy. Especially the Dallas. Dallas getting hurt. Oh, yeah. It's... Bummer on his part, but Seager's been insane. But another yeah. reason these teams are so good, defense wins championships. And it's not just about pitching, it's about defense. This World Series has featured the teams with the second and third fewest errors in a full 162-game season MLB history ever. Basically, if you take all the teams who have ever made it to the World Series and you look at how many errors they had over 162 games, these two teams are the second and third on the list which is just crazy. Wow. And there crazy. was an air made tonight 
but in the first three games, it's the first time ever there have been three consecutive games in a single World Series without an error. So huge, huge, huge defensive teams. And it's an old adage, but it looms true. Defense wins championships. Yeah, and I think that is that kind of goes along with what we were talking about in the last part in that less entertaining World Series because, I mean, people want home runs and high-scoring games with intensity. Not, I mean, even though they're still scoring a lot of runs in these games, you don't, you're not looking for the defense. People aren't going and saying, wow, there were no errors. You're going and saying, wow, Bryce Harper hit a 460-foot home run, you know? That's what people God, are looking for. I can't believe the, the Phillies lost. I cannot believe the Phillies lost. Yeah, I thought they were. I thought they were. I thought they were the destined the team. I mean, we talked yeah. about it. It's crazy. But yeah, I mean, I think it's it's really impressive how defense and obviously this shows how to make a World Series to win it. But it's definitely less entertaining than other storylines. All right, before we talk about our predictions for the rest of this World Series and frankly our preemptive ones, I want a full. Ump cam game. Would you be in favor of that? No, it's an alternative option. It's on whatever FS1 while the regular game's on Fox. Are you I, I watching? It, are you watching that? I think it definitely needs to be an alternative option. I think I'd, I'd switch over, but I don't think I'd end up watching it the whole game. I think it's so cool. I love it. I, I like watching it. I don't know if I'd it. watch it if it was my team. Like watching other teams, it's cool, but if it was yeah, my team, like stressful. I need to know what the pitches are. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think it's too stressful. Okay. Thoughts on Mookie being an analyst for the World Series. Have you seen that? Yeah. It's a terrible look. I'm sorry. Yeah, like, it's trying it's to get t- your bag. I don't like it. Honey, you lost. Stay home. Sit on your couch. This is cringe. And listen, if he if he's retired, this is great. You know, good for him, but you just got swept, and now you're like, yeah, hey, what's going terrible. on? Yeah, I don't I don't like it. I'm not a fan. I don't either. I, bad luck. I love you, Mookie. Bad luck. Bad. Go go sit home. Like, don't don't be smiling. The fans are not smiling. It's it's a, no. not a good look. All right. We both took Rangers in six. How are we feeling about that now? Rangers lead the series 3-1, just won 11-7. And forget prediction because we kind of took the easy predictions and it's looming true. But who do you want to win? Who are you like? Like every fan has a team that they'd rather have win. Yeah, I mean, I think it would be the D-backs for me. I I really like that, you know. I'm with you. The story's there. Yeah, built up from their farm system. Guys like Corbin Carroll are leading this team. I feel like it's a better storyline than, listen, I love Corey Seager, but it's one thing to draft a guy or trade for a guy when he was nothing and builds him up through the farm system and he comes up and becomes the star of your team versus pay billions of dollars to get Corey Seager and Marcus Semien and all their stars. And all their pitching. Better. Exactly, all their pitching. It's just a better story, and I feel like it's a better way to do it as the Diamondbacks and the Phillies. I mean, than the Rangers. I'm with you. All right, let's get into our fun question. You've heard of slam ball, right? Trampoline basketball. And we've done before where we mix two sports together, but here we're doing a slam ball where you mix kind of an accessory with a sport. Make your own wacky sport. 
You got any, Sean? It's a tough question. I think some sort of like trampoline football would be really entertaining. Oh, like the quarterback's kind of on a trampoline? Yeah, or, or, I don't even know how they would do it. Maybe just like random spots, or not like random, like you know where, but like different spots around the field have a trampoline. Like you throw a deep ball and you put the wide receiver's route, like aim toward that trampoline and he can like time it up to jump up or like in the end zone with jump balls. I, I think something of that sort would be really entertaining to watch. Sean, does hallway baseball count? If hallway baseball counts, that's my answer. Okay, I've got two. Okay, first one's sort of a classic, but slip and slide baseball, right? Kind of like a wiffle ball type game, but the leads up to the bases are slip and slides. It's summer. Feel it's a classic. It's, it's a classic. classic. All right, next one. Football, but the end zones are a foam pit. Interesting. It's an interesting one. I like it. Yeah. Dive into that. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a great feeling. It's going to be awesome. We've never, this summer, Sean, we'll do slip and slide baseball. I've actually never done that. We've never done it. Yeah. We'll do that. It's a, yeah, that'd be a fun one. We'll do that. Get in there. Right, get you in the backyard. Absolutely. Absolutely. Game? I got one. Let's do it. All right. Going, going in line with a lot of World Series talk and everything that's happening right now. I'm going to, we'll start with the last five. But can you name me the last five World Series MVP winners? Oh, that's a fantastic question. Okay. You know what? I don't know. Okay. Last year, you're Don Alvarez. No. See, this is the problem with baseball. You look at football, it's just the best player. For baseball, they have there's some weird guys. Oh, was oh, is it it was Pena? It was, was it, Pena. Yeah, Jerry okay, Jeremy Pena. Pena. Year before was Jorge Soler. Correct. So year before that was 2020, Corey Seager. Corey Seager. Year before that was 2019, Steven Strasburg. Yup. 2018, Steve Pierce. This, wow, impressive. Yeah. I would not have got that. Was 2017 a pitcher? Nope. It was one of those Astros? Was it like Altuve one or of those something? Astros. I not Altuve, but one of Bregman? them. Bregman. Nope. Springer. Springer. It was George Springer. There you go. He proposed, didn't he, or something? Yeah. Yeah. Screw that. Do you have more? Can we go? Keep going. Yeah, we we could keep going if you want to try to go ten years. I don't think I can. Okay, twenty sixteen. Chris Bryant. Nope. This is a weird one. Was it Jason Hayward? He had that home run? It was not Jason Hayward. David Ross? Nope. All right, just give it to me. I don't want to sit here and guess Cubs players for 10 minutes. Ben Zobrist. Oh. Okay. You want to try 2015? No, I won't get... Was it like Mike Moustakis or something? No, it's... it's He's still one of the best players on that team. Oh, was it... um? Good. The catcher, what's his name? Yeah, Wait, Salvador don't tell Perez. Me. I have Salvador oh, Perez. Oh, sorry. Okay, 2014 was Bumgarner. Yeah. All right, 2013, I was too young for. It was a Red Sox. I have no idea. What's Guess the was best Was it Ortiz? Players. It was Ortiz. David Ortiz. Okay, 2012, was it like Buster Posey or something? No. 
Oh, was it big one boy. of those guys? Hunter Pence? No, big boy. Oh, three home runs. Uh, yeah, so, uh, uh, Pablo Sandoval. You got it. Pablo Sandoval. All right, 2011 David Freeze. This is really impressive, Jonah. Right, 2011. If you get 2010. Yeah, yeah, David Freeze is right. If you get 2010, I'm going to be extremely impressed. It wasn't Buster Posey? Nope. The rookie? Are they like a known giant? No. Are they still playing baseball? I don't think so. But I knew who they are? I'm, honestly, I don't. All right, tell me. Edgar Renteria? No. No, 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 no. He was a shortstop for the Giants. Good for him. That was really impressive, though, Jonah. You did, you did very well. That was well. pretty good. That was a good one. I had a lot of fun with that one, Sean. Thank you. All right. Trying to stay in line with the themes. Good luck. Good luck to your USC Trojans this weekend. We're praying to not Thank get slapped. You. I don't want Cal to get slapped by Oregon, and I want USC to get slapped by Washington. We'll take the losses, but I don't want to get slapped. Yeah. Close games. Is that fair? Close, Close games. games. Close games. All right. You've been listening to the JSK Media Sports Podcast. Consider sharing our podcast with a friend or family to build up this JSK family and or give us a rating. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it, and we'll see you next time.